censored and controversial children's books. I'm Adriana. And I'm Maria. As we reach the end of the hellish year that was 2023, we've got some awards to distribute. And in honor of Anthony Comstock, I feel like we should call these the Anthonys. <laughs> yes. I love it. I love it. The Anthony's. I, sounds so professional. Yeah. Reminds me of something. Mm, it's a little golden man. Little golden Anthony Comstock. <laughs> uh, Is he in a suit? Yeah. And he's, he's going to sit in your house and he's going to look for porn. Oh. Oh. I don't... We don't need another one of those in most houses. No one, here's... <laughs> here's the thing. No one wants an Anthony. Uh, but there are some people who have deserved an Anthony, frankly, after after what they've done this year. Our first award is for the wildest hate group of 2023. It's Moms for Liberty. Woo! Woo! Congratulations. Yes. <laughs> Congratulations, Moms for Liberty. We don't know if you remember them, but they've been mentioned on this podcast before. Yes, they quoted Hitler that one time. Always a good sign. Really (laughs) put them in the running. Like a strong start. This is a pro-book banning group. It started during the pandemic. At its height, it had chapters in 45 states. It has about 130,000 members. It's a very influential group of women who are in favor of banning books about race and gender issues. The wildest part is that they offered bounties to people who reported teachers discussing race in classrooms. That sounds like an insane thing. $500 bounties. Were they giving the children this money? Like, because who else would be reporting the teachers? Exactly. Like, the, the implications are really dark and unhinged. Um, they've also mounted, like, harassment campaigns against teachers and parents. But of late, the, the, the bloom has gone off the rose. Is that the phrase? So one of the founding members had a threesome with her husband and another woman who accused the husband of rape. And they've... Their political influence has diminished in the last couple months. Definitely something that would make you reconsider your membership somewhere, I guess. But you know what? They had a wild ride. I can't wait to see what happens next. (laughs) Hopefully we never hear about them again. But hopefully that's why they've won this year's Anthony Award for For Wildest wildest hate Hate Group. Yay! Our next award is just called the very, very simple Touch Grass. Um, (laughs) This award was born because in September, the Washington Post ran an article and they found that most school book bans were done at the request of 11 people. So it's just 11 people going crazy trying to ban books from schools. And... Our winner is called Jennifer Peterson, who filed to remove 71 books from her local school district. So 
She thinks that if teenagers read about sex, they are more likely to have unsafe sex or be abused. Um, which is completely untrue, obviously. Uh, another book that she objected to was All Boys Aren't Blue by George M. Johnson, which uh, contains a description of abuse that they experienced when they were young, which is explicitly to help mm. other people identify and prevent that kind of thing from happening to them. Of course. Well, I mean, I think what people don't seem to understand is that if you are a kid who is being sexually abused, and obviously the only person who knows this is happening is the adult who is doing this to you, reading and finding out that it has happened to other people and that you know, that it's wrong and all these things, it can really help you start reaching out for help. Yeah. Crazy thing is, 11 staff members were working for 40 hours every week just to review the books she was flagging. <laughs> this woman. Imagine. Well, at least like, she was giving people jobs. Like, that's, they can't tell you, you, we don't need you anymore. That's so true. That's so true. She's a job creator, a true American. Yeah. Yeah. Entrepreneur. <laughs> <laughs> but, but also, please go outside. Touch grass. The next category, worst barbecue. It's a crowded arena. Uh, yeah, this was, this was a really tough one. One year, I don't remember what year this was. I think it was 2020. The Mexican president was rumored to be at a famous narco, uh, his birthday party. And it was like a, a sort of barbecue sort of buffet style thing. So yeah, you know, worst barbecue. I would say that 2020s was that one. Yeah. So in Virginia in May, a book banning group called Clean Up Samuels held a barbecue and handed out forms for people to fill out to pressure the local library to ban books. It was a book banning barbecue. Oh. There were prizes for whoever could submit the most forms. Uh, the goal was to, quote unquote, protect children from pornography, but they were targeting just books with LGBTQ people in them. Yeah, because children's books are famous for their pornography yeah so these books have been examined and the they contain such issues as uh two men holding hands extremely upsetting i'm sure um yes so at this barbecue 53 people submitted 590 forms which i'm sorry that does not sound like a fun barbecue <laughs> Did they get a prize for, like, most forms filled or anything? Someone like, did. What do you think the prize was? What would your prize be? $500 um, by Moms in Liberty. They're, <laughs> they're providing the money. It's a sponsored event. That's brand synergy. I would make the prize um, pornography. Oh, of course. Two men holding hands. Oof. Ha! Hot. So this was actually run by a network of people who go to the same church. Most of them have gone to the highly conservative Christendom College, which is a Catholic college. What's amazing is that if you Google Christendom College, 
The first suggestion is scandal. Oh. But it isn't this scandal. And it isn't even a single scandal. It is multiple incidents of Christendom College professors ignoring reports of campus rape and inappropriately touching a child. So Knowing what I know about religion, mm, this does not surprise me. No. It, it's just the irony is more delicious than any barbecue. Oh, okay. Here we have the incredibly titled category, Iron Fist State. Which I'm sure most people can guess. Like, we have a few that might make it into the, like, running that you might think, oh, maybe it's Florida. But since I just said that, now you know it's not. So what else do you think it could be? I mean, I still think we should keep our eye on Florida. You know, she's coming up in the world. Uh, Maybe next year. Maybe. The state with the most book bans is Texas. Between January 1st and August 1st of this year, there were attempted bans on 3,923 titles in the state. Who is reading these 4,000 books and then saying nobody (laughs) should read them? Jennifer! Jennifer, stop. (laughs) Obviously, there's a lot of reasons for this. Book bans are exploding nationwide, Um, but... One contributor of this is the move beyond schools into public libraries. In 2022, public libraries were the location of only 16% of attempted bans, but this year half of all attempted bans were targeting books in public libraries. Bookstores are also being targeted increasingly. Mm. There's a new law in Texas that requires booksellers to provide like sex ratings of books that, that go into public school libraries. So any references to sex get one rating that requires permission to read it. But if the depictions are deemed explicit, then the book gets just automatically banned from all public school libraries. I think I think bookstores should create like this pyramid, like, you know, one, two, three, just mm-hmm. to like rate the steaminess. And it should be like little um, penises. Oh, yeah. That should cute. be like, oh, this book has one penis. This book has two. <laughs> I mean, what a way to make a book sound like really cool also to be like, this is the most, this is like a five penis book. <laughs> Moms for Liberty could never. Horrifying. So yeah, if the bookstores don't cooperate, they can't sell into Texas school districts, which is a big deal. Oh no. Yeah, because Texas is a huge market for education books. They've actually been doing something similar for years with textbooks, uh, pressuring publishers to write sort of right-wing versions of American history, which are then what sort of spread throughout the country. That's insane so yeah texas please come up and claim your award oh texas Um, and then sit down sit just sit right down texas needs to be like bound and gagged like just stop bound and gagged a novel that would get a five penis rating (laughs) and last but not least certainly not (laughs) our last award is most insane accusation against a guinea pig. And it goes to Jonathan Van Ness's 
Peanut goes for the gold, a picture book about a guinea pig who goes by they, them pronouns. A parent wrote that reading this book could lead to social isolation, violence, hypersexualization, reduced economic opportunities, anxiety, depression, lack of self-identity, and so much more, which... Like what? What? What was this guinea pig doing that could lead you to reduced economic opportunities? Like what? I love this. Using they them pronouns makes you too powerful. Um, yeah, it's known. It's it's a known <laughs> side effect. I mean, we've seen from the rabbit's wedding that if there's one thing bigots hate, it's small mammals. I think we've. I think we found the secret. Congratulations to all the winners. You've done an insane job. Please uh, think about what you've done. Yes, we don't want to see you back here again. Like, it's it's not a good thing. Like, you know how people are always like, oh, I want to win another Grammy. I want to win another Oscar. You do not want to win another Anthony. Well, except for Peanut, he can win another Anthony. He didn't win it for a bad thing. No, Peanut's invited back. Yeah, but just Peanut. Mm -hmm. Happy New Year.